Welcome to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. Every week, she's bringing inspiring guests to help you embrace motherhood the cool mom way. Emily knows firsthand being a mom is hard AF, but she's passionate that doesn't need to be the end of the story. Shift your perspective on what it means to be a mom while learning practical tips and mom hacks you can use right away. Stay you while nailing the mom game. That's what being a cool mom is all about. Class is now in session. Here's your host, Emily Kylo. Hello, gorgeous goddesses, and welcome to the Cool Mom 101 podcast. I'm your host, Emily Kylo, and I'm so, so grateful to have you here. So this episode is all about how to create harmony within motherhood and entrepreneurship. And today's lessons include why and how to outsource as much as possible, the importance of communicating your needs with your partner in a loving way, how to reframe your beliefs to create an expansive reality for yourself, and why the term mompreneur is a hard no for me. So before we get to this incredibly juicy content, I wanted to remind anyone listening who's been thinking about joining the Million Dollar Brand Edit, spaces are super limited, so make sure you get your application in. And these are for people who aren't really sure if their current branding truly reflects who they are or you want the story being told to really reflect who you are as a business but you don't really know if it is and maybe you've fallen a little bit out of love with your business and you don't know how to get that back and this is really for women who are fucking done with playing small and they want the branding to reflect that. So the Million Dollar Brand Edit is exactly what that's for. It's for you if you're ready for a serious branding upgrade. You want your story to be told succinctly through your branding and your messaging. You're really ready to fall back in love with your business. And like I said, you know you're made for bigger, better, and you want it now. And you want to look at your branding and be so proud and excited that you're obsessed with making graphics, sales pages, and everything in between. And you're just so fucking proud for everyone to interact with your branding. So that's where the Million Dollar Brand Edit comes in. And in this three-month program, you're going to experience a huge shift in perspective around your business and brand. Plus, you'll finish the program ready to hit those sales numbers you've been dreaming about. And this is a full rebrand. So I'm doing everything from color selection, mood board, logo, brand elements, ideal client development, really everything to get that brand succinctly ready for you. And it includes a website refresh, a full suite of templates, full branding audit to make sure there's cohesion across the board, And I create the most amazing, amazing book called The Brand Bible. So that includes everything anyone would need to know about your branding. So this is incredible for people who work with assistants or are growing their teams because it's everything anyone would ever need to know about your brand to be able to execute it to the, you know, highest standards. We get three one-on-one dream brand calls and it's really a high touch point support program so email and voxer is open and anything you need support with that has to do with branding i am there that whole time to guide you 
So as a graduate of the Million Dollar Brand Edit, you can expect to leave the program with these kinds of results. So you get a deep understanding of your brand, your offerings, and your messaging. So this really allows you to communicate with clients and your audience with ease. Hello, sales. And manifestations and mini manifestations that will blow your mind and remind you you're on the right path and a massively upgraded brand, social media presence, and PR. And we finish off with a plan for the next six months of your growth. So this is insane. You get so much and so much time with me. So make sure you come on into the program if you're feeling called. I know some of you are. I would love to have you. And yeah, that's that. If you're feeling it, come in. I'm, I'm waiting for you. So let's get to episode 96. Like I said, we're talking about how to create harmony within motherhood and entrepreneurship. So this is something I'm very passionate about because something that comes up for me when I think about being a mom and an entrepreneur, I always laugh about the kind of joke that, you know, you'll see these typical 23-year-old fitness influencers with quotes like, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. Actually, we don't. Um, And here's the thing. As a mother, it's undeniably different than having a business and not being a mother. And I'm here to really honor that and to respect that and also figure out how to make it work for me. Okay, so I'm not in the business of making excuses about it, and I want to honor and acknowledge that it is different. I don't care what anyone fucking says. So I think it's actually detrimental to deny this fact that it's different, and I've seen that a lot, and I think that's a little bit toxic because then some entrepreneurs who are also mothers are thinking like, well, fuck, why can't I do X, Y, and Z in the day when, you know, Brittany over here seems to be able to do it just fine. So I just think, keep that in mind. The reality is things are going to look different. Is it possible for you? Thousand fucking percent. So the way that I kind of look at creating harmony is, first of all, like I said, to accept the fact that it's different. (laughs) When you're a mother and an entrepreneur, things are not going to look the same as an entrepreneur who doesn't have kids. That's just the long and short of it. And I like to look at it like this. We can do everything. So for the people listening, which I'm sure you are, moms and entrepreneurs who are listening, we can do everything, just not all at once and not in the same way for people who don't have children. Okay. So that's kind of how I look at it. And that's been my philosophy. And so far, it's working quite well. It's working well. Okay. So let's talk now about some examples of how you can make it happen for you, creating that harmony with motherhood and entrepreneurship. So the first one is outsource as much as possible. I will say this 20 million times until it gets through everyone's heads because here's the thing, you should be outsourcing even if you have a business and no kids add kids to the mix and your need to outsource goes way up. So some examples of things that I outsource. I outsource some of my business things. I have an assistant. Shout out to Shelby. She's incredible. I outsource to her everything really that I can (laughs) right now. And as I grow, I would outsource more of my business. So as I scale, there's certain things that I would definitely think about outsourcing. And that's another really good thing to do is 
in terms of your business, think about what that growth is going to be in the next five years and who do you need on your team, right? Who else are you going to be outsourcing to? What are the types of people you need in your corner and on on your kind of, on your business? So that's the first point. Outsource as much as possible. It really does help create more harmony. Oh, and some things that I outsource. So like I said, Shelby um, is my assistant and I do grocery delivery wherever possible. I have, I mean, a daycare. So I'm obviously not doing all of my childcare alone. I have a couple different babysitters in my rotation. Those are great for like date nights. And what's the other one? Oh, cleaning. So I actually manifested the best thing I've ever manifested, I think, is cleaners who also fold, like do your laundry. Oh, it's so nice. It's such a treat. So anyway, those are a few examples, but there's tons more. And like I said, as I grow and scale my business, I'm going to be outsourcing more, which is exciting and fun. So communicate. The other example of how you can make this happen, this harmony I'm talking about, is communicating your needs with your partner in a loving way. So this is something that took me a long, long time to get decent at and I'm still getting better and better but I think we need to take responsibility for communicating our needs especially to our partners if you have one um but this could even mean communicating your needs to really anyone in that village of yours I mean the intimate relationships you would rely on them more perhaps but this goes for even with friends and learning to communicate in a way that that directly says your needs and, you know, gets in the end what you need from people is just, it's the best way to be. Because here's the thing. If you ask for help and someone says yes, I always operate under the assumption that they want to help me. Okay? So think about it. When do you ever say you will help someone when you don't want to help them? I mean, I don't do that. And if you do do that, I think you need to check your boundaries a little bit. But anyways, that is has been key. So what that looks like for me, and I'll just give an example from, actually, I can give a friendship example and a relationship example. So a friendship example could be something like this. Hey, Alicia. Yeah, I'm so excited. I would like love to hang out this weekend. I would prefer if we hang out with Leo. Are you good to come and just do like a make your own pizza night? That's an example. So I'm communicating exactly what my need is. I'm I'm not, you know, like flaking on her, canceling plans. I'm just saying that's what I need, what's best for me and my family at the time. So that's one example. And let's talk about with a partner. So with Mario, sometimes I, like I said, I'm getting better and better at this. I will say, hey, babe, I would really appreciate if I could just lay down for a little bit. I'm just feeling a little tired and like I need kind of a reset. And the crazy thing is people will say yes. Like the people in your corner in your village, they'll say yes. And of course, if I ask a friend to help with something or Mario to help with something and they can't, that's okay. And they say no and it's fine. It's not a big deal, right? But if you don't communicate those needs, they're never going to get met. Okay, so that is huge. Another example of how to create this harmony is to make sure your needs are being met. This just came up as I was talking about the last example. So 
If your needs are not being met and you are not taking care of yourself, mind, body, and soul, it's really hard to take care of your kids. It's hard to take care of your business. And it's absolutely challenging to create harmony within all of that. So whatever that looks like for you, make sure that you are doing it, doing the things that you know add up to make you your best version. So for me, that's getting enough sleep is like a huge one, getting the sleep I need. It's my exercise every day in some way, shape or form. It's always getting my water. And then a new thing that I've been working on, which I think is honestly a game changer, is changing the way that I am interpreting certain actions and changing the intention. So this has been huge. So instead of just, for example, this is kind of related to self-care and making sure your needs are met. So for example, you can just go have a shower and just like get it done and like scrub, 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 lather, lather, and just like quickly go through it and move on. Or you can set the intention that this is going to feel really good. It's going to be so lovely to like use your favorite body wash. And the intention is really to like care for your body. And that's going to have a whole different outcome. And this like blew my mind. I don't know why I had never thought of this before, Um, but it really can change everything. So I highly recommend trying that. So setting that intention where you can find those self-care moments within your day. And I'm not saying to like burn yourself out so that the only moment you get is like washing your face. I'm not fucking saying that. I'm just saying it's wild how many moments you miss because all you're doing is thinking about getting it done instead of using that as another opportunity to show yourself love and care. So another example that I wanted to share about how to work on this harmony is kind of related to what I just was talking about actually is reframe this you know like how you look at being an entrepreneur and a mom like start to think about how what are those beliefs you have around it really examine those and see if you can work to change those for example I have worked on certain beliefs like I get to be really efficient and I get to show the world that being a mom is expansive through my business. So that has really helped me too, is just reframing it as opposed to, I'll give you like the opposite example is focusing on, oh, being an entrepreneur mom is so hard. Oh, being an entrepreneur mom is so hard because I have no time. Like what? that's not helping anyone. So work on really shifting that mindset and reframing, I think, it's, it's huge. It really will help shift things for you when you dig into that. Um, last thing I want to talk about, I hope this was helpful. So just to recap some examples of how you can create that harmony is outsource as much as possible. Communicate your needs with your partner and the other people in your village. Um, reframe what being a mom and an entrepreneur means to you. And set intentions behind a lot of what you do in the day. Actually, ideally everything you set an intention, but set an intention for self-care around a lot of the things you do in the day and you'll be amazed how much more relaxed and light you feel. Last thing I just want to touch on because I think it relates to this and it it just, it's been like a weird pet peeve of mine and I just want to bring it up. <laughs> so I don't like the word mompreneur. Because to me, it really takes away my power as an entrepreneur 
And it kind of gives off the vibe that I'm just kind of like doing this shit on the side of my desk. Like I'm a mom first and I'm kind of a printer and I kind of just do it off the side of my desk. Again, this is partly my perception, but I think when you flip it around and I don't I don't know of any papa printers, do you? Like it's just no one would say that about a man. And so I think that in, a, in and of itself makes me feel like we shouldn't be using that. So the way that I talk about it is that I'm a mom and an entrepreneur. It's always an and or I'm an entrepreneur and a mother. So it's and and you you get to be and and that's what's exciting. It doesn't you don't have to smush them together and like minimize both. Fuck that. Being a mom is such an incredible job and being an entrepreneur is also such an incredible job. They both deserve their own full fucking word. Okay. All right, my loves, I hope you enjoyed this episode and please share it if you know another mom who's an entrepreneur who needs to hear this because we all need to learn from each other and keep uplifting each other. And that's the vibe. I love y'all. Have a beautiful day and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.